Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and in case you didn't know, Jesus called it. He predicted everything that's going on in the world today. Given that, each Saturday I'll be doing a wrap-up of current events and how they match up with what Jesus spoke of when he was asked, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world in Matthew chapter 24, as well as other last days and end times prophecies. As Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Matthew 16, he said, you know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. I pray as you hear God's truth, that it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And I pray that you see that Bible prophecy is not meant to scare you, but warn you and give you the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. World Watch for March 18th, 2023. Prophetic last days news, just like Jesus said. Jesus said regarding the last days, when the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. That's Matthew 24, verses 37 to 38. Across the street from my house is a party venue. Today, there was a wedding. As I watched the couple walk up the aisle and stop and kiss, I thought, was they're so young? Then I remembered the passage above. In one way, life will be just as it was in Noah's day. Most people don't realize what's going on outside of their lives. However, those who read the Bible, rather study the Bible, know what's going to happen because Jesus warned us. Let's dig in. Oh, by the way, you can find Jesus's predictions of the last days in the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13. And uh, if you want to, um, dig deeper into those chapters. I've done studies on all of them. So click on over to my blog. The link to my blog is in the show notes. Well, let's start with wars and threats of wars. So um, first we're going to Russia and Eastern Europe. Um, the Slovak government just decided to send Slovakia's um, 13, which is all of them, they, all of them that they have, MiG-29 fighter jets to Ukraine. Poland announced it's sending around 20 of the same fighter jets to Ukraine. The International Criminal Court, the ICC, has issued an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin over alleged war crimes in Ukraine. He is... Um, alleg allegedly, he... Um, kidnapped children from Ukraine during the war. So those are, it's under war crimes. So I'm like, oh, fantastic, right? I, it's going to do anything. Poland plans to, plan, uh, plans to place 
um, HIMARS systems, H-I-M-A-R-S, systems near the border with the Kaliningrad region. In response, Russia ordered its military to aim missiles at Poland. Russia warns U.S. to stop hostile flights after Black Sea drone collision. Well, that was the big thing over there. So, um, and I have a video in my blog. And the Pentagon released the video of the collision between the Russian fighter jet and the unmanned American Reaper drone. Um, and it, if, if it's the camera from the drone, and you can see the Russian jet flying and purposely hitting the drone and they knocked it over and, it, and they knocked it they knocked it out of the air and it fell into the ocean and this and from what i understand it's a very expensive piece of equipment so um i don't know what this is go, what this is going to and um i also have over my blog uh, several videos one of them is amir safati with um uh, Eric Stackelback on the Watchman talking about the Iran-Saudi deal and how that um, relates to Bible prophecy. And I also have a video of what looks like fireworks, but they're incendiary bombs the Russians used this week in Ukraine. Um, North Korea. North Korea launched an ICBM-class ballistic missile eastward from the suburbs of Pyongyang this morning. At that time, a Japan Air Force F-15 confirmed in the air what is presumed to be related to the recently launched ballistic missile. So that's the, yeah, and I'll get into the, more into the Pacific in a, in a minute here, too. Um, the Middle East, Saudi Arabia could start investing in Iran very quickly, Finance Minister Mohammed Al-Jadeen says. Um, China, Iran, Russia will conduct naval exercises in the Gulf of Oman between March 15th and 19th, which is right now. Uh, British Defense Minister Ben Wallace revealed that the British Air Force carried out an attack using um, a UAV in Syria, with the target being a senior member of the ISIS terror organization that is actively involved in chemical and biological weapons. So the U.S. isn't the only one that's that's um, in Syria. Wallace says that there was an assessment of potential risks of harming civilians before two Hellfire missiles were fired and hit the target. Um, now here's a comment from Amir Safati. During the Trump administration, Arab countries normalized relations with Israel under an American-led order. Under the Biden administration, Arab countries are normalizing relations with Iran under Chinese mediation. Biden officials said this um, week they welcome the development. Um, elsewhere, um, there, uh, there's a video, we have a video of um, the leader of the EFF political party in South Africa. His name is Julius Mal uh, Malema, and they are planning mass protests on the 20th, which is in two days, to shut down the country, demanding that the current president resign. Back over to Syria, Syrian President Bashir al-Assad 
said on Thursday that he would welcome any Russian proposals to set up new military bases and boost troop numbers um, in his country, suggesting Russia's military presence there should become permanent. When Russia intervened in the Syrian civil war in 2015, it helped tip the balance in Assad's favor, ensuring the Syrian leader's survival despite Western demands that he be toppled. Assad, who met um, the President Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin on Wednesday, has supported Russia's war in Ukraine and told Russia's state news agency, the RIA, that Damascus recognizes the terrorists claimed by Russia in Ukraine. Syria, um, um, Syria, Assad said, would welcome any Russian proposals to set up new military bases and boost Russian troops and numbers, and um, said they need not be temporary. Okay, Libya. An inspection resulted in the discovery that tons of uranium is missing from Libya. The, I, the, uh, the IAE tells member states, UN nuclear watchdog inspectors found that roughly two and a half tons of natural uranium are missing from a Libyan site that is not under government control. Over in the Pacific, Australia, the UK and US are joining forces in the Pacific, but will nuclear subs arrive quick enough to counter China? A new report claims China is using green lasers fired from satellites to gather intelligence for a surprise hypersonic missile attack on Hawaii. And then we've got China's growing presence and threat in Latin America or South America. Of the 31 countries in Latin America, actually they're counting Central America too, so uh, which would be Mexico all the way down to Argentina and Chile. Um, of the 31 countries in Latin America, China is physically present in 25. Trade between China and these nations is growing rapidly and is on track to surpass U.S. trade. Juan Cruz, a former Na National Security Council senior director for the Western Hemisphere, explained that because the U.S. tends to pay attention to Latin American countries only when a crisis occurs, a vacuum has been left open for China to become the most influential power. Maria Vira Salazar of the U.S. House of Representatives, from the Republican from Florida, has warned that the Chinese are not here for trade, they're here for war. China's sales of military arms to Latin American countries is growing rapidly, and in Argentina is a massive space station facility owned by China that is believed to be monitoring global satellite activity for collecting intelligence. Hey. Uh, okay, so as predicted by Isaiah, future peace comes only when Jesus returns as the King of Kings. Read in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 4. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation or train for war anymore. And Lord, come, Jesus, come. I cannot wait for that to happen. Okay, all eyes on Israel in the last days. And for God's promises to Israel, you can find them in Genesis 12, 2 Samuel 7, Ezekiel 35 through 39. And if you're not familiar with those, I've got Bible studies. And you can just go click on the link to my blog and um, go over there uh, and check them out. So 
Last week, I reported on the Silicon Valley bank collapse, um, the SVB crisis. Well, we'll uh, I'll mention some more stuff here too, but um, uh, there's an article here from the Jerusalem Post, I believe, and it's, it, it answers the question, what does the Silicon Valley bank collapse mean for Israel? USA Gallup poll, 49% of Democrats support the Palestinians and only 38% support the Israelis. Gotta remember what um, God said to Abraham, it's in Genesis 12, go check it out. Keep your eye on Israel because events of historic significance could happen soon. Israeli fighter just escort, escort a US bomber over Israeli airspace in a clear message to Iran. Um, March 15th, and I've got a video from Amir Sarfati who's reporting on this. On March 15th, there was an explosion near Megiddo that was caused by a, a massive explosive that was brought by a terrorist that managed to infiltrate into Israel from Lebanon. Hours later, the Israeli special forces managed to kill him on his way back to the border. And he talks, I have a video of him speaking about that. Now, in Ezekiel 33, verse 8, God tells Ezekiel, um, well, if I announce that some wicked people are sure to die and you fail to tell them to change their ways, then they will die in their sins and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn them to repent and they don't repent, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself. Watchmen on the wall, the day approaching, it's coming. You're not paying attention. You know, it's not my fault. I'm, tell, I'm telling you what's going on. If you don't take it seriously, again, not my fault. Then we've got some seismic weather events. We've got massive flooding in Peru, in um, Turkey. I've got videos. you got to click on over. There was... Um, some several major earthquakes, one down in New Zealand, another one today in Ecuador. Um, Turkey has not stopped shaking over there. Um, I mean, every, every day they're getting about 100 um, aftershocks still shaking. Malawi was hit by tropical cyclone Freddie. Um, and then I've got a video that it's, um, uh, I have to laugh because it's, it's, uh, it's in a place in Russia. The tower of a mosque collapses due to strong winds. Um, and you gotta watch it, it just falls down and it just, it just wipes out part of the wall of the mosque. It's like, sometimes you wonder, you know, if God's really trying to tell us something here. Um, then we got what's going on in California. So, so and you, I've got, um, that's from Twitter over in my blog and um, uh, one of them shows a, it's a video of Santa Cruz County, a whole community is cut off because Bates Creek washed out North Main Street um, in, the, in the storm. Then I've got a picture uh, from North Lake Tahoe, California, and the amount of snow is like incredible. And if they don't get that snow off the roof of this house, it's going to collapse because of that weighs very heavy. I mean, I haven't, I grew up in New York. I went to college in Vermont. Snow like this. And then this is not 
drifts of snow. This is just snow that's fallen to the snow. You gotta look at this, it's crazy. All right, let's go. Economic woes, we've got the Silicon Valley Bank collapse. That's all, I mean, the financial people were talking about um, this week. Um, so the SVB collapse is only the tip of the iceberg under Biden spending policies and economist warns. So all these are articles, these are headlines mostly that I've been quoting here. And so I've got um, links in my blog articles. And again, the link to the blog is in the show notes. Moody's cuts outlook on U.S. banking system to negative, citing rapidly deteriorating operating environment. Regulators closed New York's signature bank, citing systemic risk. The government may stop issuing social security payments after the debt limit is hit, which is supposed to happen in a few months. And that's going to make me mad because um, I pay my rent with my social security checks. So they better fix this problem before the, that happens. Silicon Valley Bank fallout starts to spread around the world. The fallout from the collapse of um, uh, SVB is beginning to spread around the world. This is just the beginning. SVB has branches in China, Denmark, Germany, India, Israel, and Sweden too. And I have a video of a huge fire in the HSBC bank building in Lowborough, um, UK. This bank recently bought the British division of the bankrupt Silicon Valley Bank. Um, it's, it, it's, I can't make this stuff up. And then I've got a, a, a Twitter embed here of uh, Shark Tank le legend Kevin O'Leary calls out what the SBB collapse really means. So you gotta go in and check that video because it's not just affecting people in US, it's actually, it's affecting people all over the world. Um, okay, then we're going now to increased evil, satanic lawlessness, terrorism, sexual immorality, apostasy, false teaching, corruption and deception in the last days. We've got protests in France as President um, uh, Emmanuel Macron forces through pension reform without a parliamentary vote. Okay, so he's kind of doing what, what President Biden's been doing with like executive things or whatever. So instead of going through the proper channels through Congress and France as a parliament, um, he just went and, and forces it, forces it a pension reform. Um, so, um, I mean, I, I watched the video. There's, a, I have a video that explains it. So they're raising, and like Social Security here in 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 the United States, you, you can get it at age sixty five. Well, uh, apparently in France they call it pension over there um, at sixty two, and he wants to raise it to sixty five, and the people are upset, of course. Um, and um, um, people, um, the people are being warned to beware of bank-related scams. So if you get an email that looks like it's from your bank because it's got the logo and everything, and um, you know, don't regard, uh, disregard it. Look at the email address. It usually has funky, it, it looks funky. It doesn't look like it's officially from your bank. 
Um, and of course, if it's not from your bank or from another bank that you don't bank with, you don't have you you don't have any, absolutely any, any relations with. It's a scam. Delete it. Um, Iran. There are reports of many schoolgirl poisonings in classrooms around Iran. The poison attacks come on the heels of a protest movement that took off last year in the country under the banner of Women, Life, Freedom. Sexual immorality. Oh, this stuff is it's just gross. Uh, a shopping center took down the ladies' only toilet sign after militant transgender and non-binary group complains it puts a community in danger. I believe that was in England. A health teacher in the U.S. Oh, this is in the state of Oregon. A health teacher gives a sexual fantasy assignment to high school students. Oregon. A Vermont Christian school has been barred from future tournaments after forfeiting a game against a team with a trans student. So this is a girls basketball team and they refuse to play another school's, another high school's basketball team because they have a player who's really a man. And they're afraid, you know, first of all, it's not fair because, you know, a man, um, you know, like in basketballs and, and they don't want the girls to get hurt, the potential get hurt. So, but they've been barred totally from participating in any other tournaments or any other sports um, because of that. And the, and the White House, a transgender official in the White House says changing kids' genders will soon be fully embraced. Then I've got a video on, uh, you know, how uh, uh, from... Um, Lemon Lion Ministries on these are end time signs of society. And you can read that. Then over under the false teachings, apostasy, and so forth, we have Pope Francis. Pope Francis denies that hell is a place, says it is a posture towards life. Well, he's got hell, which is real, confused with purgatory, which isn't. And if you're not aware about that, purgatory is not in the Bible. I've done, you know, somebody invented it. Some a, a pope back in the 600s thought that it might be a good idea to um, better control the the people of that, you know, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, by inventing this thing called purgatory. And it became a hum humongous scam. It's and it's still going on. But so if you want to um, click on over my blog and click on um, I just dug into church history. Then another one, Pope Francis calls Catholic churches ban on priests having sex temporary, opening the door to review the thousand year old celibacy rules. Well, if he seriously thinks that that will solve the problem of sexual immorality without within the priesthood and nuns, he's got some he's got something else coming to him because it is definitely too rotten to be fixed. And again, I did a deep dive on the, um, the problem there. It goes, it goes way back also to the, um, I would say back to, back to the Renaissance era where they, and, and they started it and it go and it's, it, it's just, it's just awful. It really is. And I invented a, a podcast from end time headlines and, 
Um, it's an interesting title. It's why Satan is more emboldened now than ever. And you got to listen to it, the podcast. Okay. Um, and then Jesus said regarding the last days, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. So more is coming, stronger, um, more frequent. They're coming. It's going to get worse. The New World Order, the Great Reset, Big Brother, Global Insanity, Government Overreach in the Last Days. And um, Revelation 13, John tells us of the coming one world government. So we got Canada. Trudeau is crushing free speech in Canada. And we said, let this be a warning to the U.S. Brazil rallies towards central digital currency. Now, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. So this, here, this, one, this one got me. Arizona Senator Mark Kelly calls for censorship of social media companies to prevent a bank run. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I can't, I, I, I mean, I shake my head because this is like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. <sighs> Futurists predict humans and machines will become one by the year 2045. And I embedded a video from um, Tom Hughes, who's a prop, one of my favorite prophecy teachers, said, look who's behind the curtain. And then we go down to increased Christian persecution. And I've, um, I've actually gone through the whole um, world watch list by open doors on Christian persecution. They have a list of 50 countries and I just finished going through all of them. And um, I have the link to the list in my blog, so if you want to take uh, check them out. So here's a, here's a few things that came up, um, you know, within my my readings uh, this week. Nicaragua: recent elections and changes to the law have been used as a pretext to label church leaders as terrorists and coup plotters. This has led to increasing restrictions on churches and other Christian organizations. Derek uh, Reimer, or Reimer, a uh, Canadian pastor, has been arrested for a second time due to his protests against drag queen story time for children. Laos, on April 4th, 2022, last year, Lerm and his wife, Dao, accepted Christ and started to attend church. A few months later, Dao's father, who was the head of a nearby village in their province in northern Laos, found out and demanded that they renounce Christ. When they refused, he used his influence to have them evicted from their village and took away the income and food supplies they usually earned from farm work. Lerm asked his own father to take them in, but was rejected because his father feared losing his government job. Lerm, Dow, and their children lost everything when they were evicted. They now live in a temporary hut on the land of another Christian brother, but their faith has remained strong. And again, you can click on open to my blog and, and click on the links to learn more of these stories. We go to Eritrea. So uh, Eritrea is in Northern Africa on the border with the Middle East. Many Christians have been arrested without warning and imprisoned Christians are not given a trial or allowed to see their families. Conditions inside these prisons are some of the harshest in the world. Some 200 to 250 believers are believed to remain in prison 
though it is unclear if all are still alive. Christian prisoners are provided meager rations and often held in shipping containers in extreme desert conditions for years. Several Eritrean Christian leaders like um, Hali uh, Nazji have been in prison since 2004. And again, you can click on over to my blog and learn more about um, Eritrea. Um, and here's another article um, from A Voice of the Martyrs. Muslims block Christians construction in Indonesia. Then there's this awful report. ISIS killed over 35 Christians in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And I say the name, it's known also as DRC, but, but just the name of that country. It's a country in, in North Central Africa. Democratic Republic of Congo. Okay. It, it is not democratic and it's not a republic. The Islamic State group has issued a statement claiming responsibility for killing more than 45 people and wounding dozens in eastern Congo. In the statement posted Friday by AMAC, the militants news agency, it said it killed Christians with guns and knives and destroyed their property in Mukandi village in North Kivu province. It also published a photo of the houses on fire. And I've got videos and photographs of this from Twitter embedded into my blog. Um, and I, I also kept a video in here, if you missed it from last week, um, uh, a friend of mine and I interviewed him um, last October who is in Canada. He's in, in uh, north of Toronto. And um, I was listening to his podcast today, but I didn't put the podcast in because I caught the tail end of a very long podcast. But he has a video that he did. Um, and I'm, I'm keeping it in, in this week's too, because apparently the bills in Canada um, C11 and C36 have gone through now. And so now it is illegal to speak any hate speech, quote unquote, hate speech. So basically, um, um, they can be arrested. They can be fined $70,000. I mean, it's crazy. They, uh, Christians no longer have free speech in Canada. So, um, and um, I heard somebody say this, and, and it's so true. The truth is a threat to those in power. Um, well, that's, that's what we've got, Lord. Um, help us. And among all this bad news, there's good news. Jesus said regarding the last days, for the good news must first be preached to all the nations, all the peoples, all over the world. And... These are the signs of hope. This is the hope that we can hold on to, that we Christians are doing what Jesus told us to do in the Great Commission and before he left us. It's in Acts chapter 1. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. 
when I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thous and stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the New International Version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. And we're back. So this is some amazing stories from all over the world. Bosnia and Herzegovina. Transform Europe Network, um, also known as TEN, um, is asking for prayer for the people in Bosnia and Herzegovina to come to know Jesus. The evangelical church in Bosnia and Herzegovina has introduced a year of prayer for 2023. The country is one of those in the Balkans region with very few evangelical Christians. They're actually mostly Eastern Orthodox. And you're not familiar with the beliefs of the Orthodox Church. I did an article on them last year. So you can click on over my blog and check that out. Laos. Now we had some bad news in Laos. So this is good news in Laos. Okay, please pray for uh, several teams of evangelists. Uh, working discreetly among the rural villages. They had uh, the privilege of leading individuals and families to salvation and baptizing believers at water storage tanks and streams. Ask God to bless their great work. Central Asia. Thank God for um, his divine intervention in the life of Brother Eunice in uh, Central Asia. Recently, a security officer's heart was suddenly transformed during a short conversation, and he helped Brother Eunice cross as he helped um, Brother Eunice cross the border. Iran asked God to grant wisdom and discernment to staff leaders of an online Bible training course. Because of security issues, students are only considered on recommendation from their underground church leaders. Pray that those of God's choosing will be trained up to give leadership to Iran's growing church. India. Today we're praying for Lalit, a church planter working in the Uttar Pradesh, um, India's most heavily persecuted state. Many people have come to the Savior through his work and a church has been planted. He requests prayer that others will be saved and added to his church. And also India is um terrible for christian persecution as they the president there wants it all to be um hindu france mission give thanks for the growth of the evangelical church in france okay so you might think of like france isn't that a christian nation well yeah but it's mostly been catholic and we know that the, the a lot of catholics aren't saved so um, the most recent statistics show that there are now 745,000 believers, a figure 15 times higher than in 1950. And, um, and then what, what happens is, you know, children that are born in the Catholic churches, they'll leave the church, just like I did when I was 18. I mean, I went out and I lived in the secular world. I didn't care about church, but nor was I interested in anything about that. Um, you know, um, I was into what was going on in the world at the time, and, and that's what's going on. And people, you know, the kids that aren't rooted in the word, rooted in with Jesus, 
um, they just very easily leave the church. So this is good. Praise the Lord for this increase and please pray for continued growth. This is figure still only represents just over 1% of the national population. Please praise too for more pastors to lead those believers. It's estimated that at least 1,000 new pastors will be needed over the next decade. Chinese Christian leads North Korean official to Christ. Um, revival flames have continued to spread to Texas and Alabama. What we prayed for is happening. Singer Michael W. Smith reacts to revivals happening around the world. And these are articles here. Um, and um, I have um, uh, Thursday was March 16th, which is 316 day. So we were all encouraged to go out in social media and spread John 316. And I embedded Amir Sarfati's video from Twitter because he also reads this in Hebrew, which I think is so cool. Um, uh, I think we'll all be speaking Hebrew in heaven. <laughs> it was the original language of my day. Um, and here's a prayer for the saints preaching the good news all over the world. I pray, Lord, give them the boldness of Stephen, the endurance of Paul, and the courage of Andrew to stand firm in their faith and keep spreading the gospel. Give them wisdom and guide their steps. And Paul wrote Romans 10, 14, 15. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. The signs of the last days are obvious, Lord. Here are words of encouragement. And this is from Amir Safati's book, Revealing Revelation, which is available in my bookstore. I have a link to it in my blog. Um, in the show notes, um, Revealing Revelation, I read it. It's an excellent book. And this is a, uh, a quote um, from this book. For anyone who has received Jesus as their savior, yet still feels scared when reading these judgments of tribulation, let me implore you to bask in the peace that God gives you. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's John 14, 27. He was giving that promise to his disciples, but that promise is for us too. Our peace comes from knowing that through our Savior, we are fully exempt from the wrath of God because Jesus already paid the price. Be a light, share the gospel, serve the Lord, follow the Holy Spirit's lead, but do not be afraid because the perfect love of Jesus has cast out fear. And then he has a reference to, uh, to take a look at 1 John 418. And I've got links to the studies that I've done on those chapters. So you can, again, click on over to my blog, dig deeper to all this, because this is not a time to be afraid. This is not a time to worry. As Jesus told us, seek first the kingdom of God and all the, and everything you need will be provided. He will provide. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. But he's coming soon. We don't know when, but he's coming soon, whether you're ready or not. So why not begin a relationship with him? He told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. 
If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. He wants a relationship with you. He is not some faraway person up in the sky. He wants a relationship in you. So he's knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it about time you let him in? So invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes. Or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, how to know Jesus. Um, and again, uh, click on over to my blog. There's videos, there's podcasts. Um, you, you need to be aware of what's going on. And you have to feel the urgency to help spread the good news all over the world. So share this podcast. Share my blog share my, uh, um, you know, follow these people on social media and share their posts. That's, that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to spread the word. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times, but know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24:14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.